Pressure coming, pressure coming, and he's sacked to get to the four-yard line. This is Buccaneers Total Access. Another sack by Shaq Barrett. He's got three today. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. And by Hooters. Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Caught! Touchdown, Tampa Bay! Oh, Jay Howard! Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome into Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. Casey Phillips here with cornerback Carlton Davis. Carlton, thanks for being with me. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on that win. That had to be a pretty fun one to be a part of. Yeah, it was, especially how we performed last weekend. Being able to bounce back from a tough losses. You guys had a lot happen the week leading up to the game. I mean, whether it was the hurricane and practices changing, the plane delay. So kind of take us through some of that stuff and how that messed with all of your normal routines and, and normal ways of going about things. It was just a really weird week, like from the hurricane, like you said, and, um, you know, having to come in at later times and then the plane uh, having mechanical issues was just crazy, something that I've never been a part of. But, um, you know, we can't control – we can only control what we can't control and let the uncontrollables just play out. So um, all we could have done in that situation was just stay focused and uh, try to stay loose during that time and, uh, you know, you know, just stay on track to the game plan and what we have planned regardless of what was going on. And um, I think we did a good job of, of, of performing Sunday regardless of our week and everything that happened to us prior. So just happy to see that our team was stronger than the circumstances that were that was presented to us. Yeah, I feel like that has to be um, such a reassuring thing about your team because you do have the part that is what happened during the week but then it's coming off of that game against the Saints. And so that was even a whole other level of adversity, I felt like. So what was the um, mentality everybody had? What was the sort of uh, message in the locker room, I guess, and, and how you guys wanted to approach coming off the Saints game? You could just feel the energy in the locker room of, uh, you know, that we wouldn't be denied this Sunday. We knew that it was another division game and that we needed to win every game from here on out because of the playoff picture. So. You know, um, having everything happen, the Saints laws, the hurricane, the, the plane ride, everybody, you, just, you could just feel the energy and the aroma. And, and among everybody is that we're going to win this game regardless of what's going on. That's what we did. For you now being, you know, especially sort of the elder statesman among all of the DBs and stuff, which is still so funny since you're still pretty young yourself. Um, <laughs> what what do you feel like your role was coming off of a game like that? Do you feel um, like you need to be one of those leaders that is setting the tone after that? Or now that you have people like Tom Brady that's been in the league for 20 years, do you feel maybe less pressure to be one of those voices? Uh, no, I would never uh... – put my responsibility on somebody else just because of, uh, you know, how great they are as a, of, a, of a player, you know, because in a team sport, everybody has a job to do and uh, you got to do your job. Um, there is no, oh, well, we have him and him, so we could just bring it all to them. You know, we're a team, you have to play as a team. Everybody has a job to do, so I'm going to just continue to do my, my job and feel that leadership role in the DBs. And that's a role that Tom can't fill because he's our quarterback and he has to be our quarterback. So 
Um, everybody has different different responsibilities, and um, you know, my one of my responsibilities is you know try to be a leader and keep our heads high and allow and uh, just give us a chance to to win and uh, you know speak positive things even when we're down and even when things aren't going our way. And I mean, speaking of Brady, he does seem to have a knack for coming back for games after big losses that he is now after Sunday, eight and one in the games following losing by 20 plus points. Um, What does that say about him? And what did you maybe learn from watching how he handled last week's game? um, And what, and what it teaches you about how to, you know, sort of go forward in this league after tough games like that? Yeah, it teaches you that uh, it's every given Sunday in this league, any given Sunday, uh, it's the NFL. Uh, there is no easy games. There is no games where, you know, you're just going to breeze through. Sometimes you have games when you just you get beat. It's a part of the league. It's a part of the game. And uh, just watching him move forward and, and have a great game after that loss is something that we can all, uh, you know, we can, we can all learn from and we can all move forward from just by seeing how he moved and how consistent he's been in his, his attitude uh, coming to work. And, and he's been doing the same things. And it just shows you that, you know, regardless of how good you are or how high you are on yourself, that you can always be humbled in this league. And when you are humbled, it's about the response. So, Yeah, that's, that's incredible. We're talking to cornerback Carlton Davis. Um, overall, what do you think – Brady being here has done for your game individually, whether it is um, actually at practice or when you're going against him to a degree or when it's um, just watching the way he conducts himself and his business? What are the things that you feel like you've either learned or been able to watch and and grow from just his his impact on on maybe you personally? Uh, Me personally, uh, I've always been a fan of Tom Brady, you know, you, you know, since I was a kid growing up. So to see him come here, uh, when he first announced that he would be a Buccaneer, you know, it had an impact on me because uh, the greatest quarterback <laughs> in the world is coming to play for us. And it only makes you want to work harder. It only makes you want to do your job uh, to the best of your abilities because you don't want to let him down. And uh, you want to be able to keep up the standard that he brings. Like I was saying earlier, he has a job to be our quarterback. I have a job to be our corner. And it just makes me want to do my job uh, way better, you know, more attention to detail or more fo- more focused and, uh, you know, give him the ball back whenever I can. So um, that was his impact. I've had asked him for some advice. Uh, he first came here and he gave me some good advice, some good insight on how the top corners in the league, uh, from what he's seen, uh, he, you know, he gave me some tips and uh, it's been working good for me. So, uh, having him here has been an impact, and not to mention the attention we get. So, um, you know, every time you make a big play, it's like it's all over ESPN. And, you know, I, I think the organization, of course, myself, but I would have to say that, you know, him coming here definitely brings some more attention to us. So it gives us a little bit more light to to, to shine under. Yeah, and, I mean, you DBs, you don't like attention at all, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't, not really. I'm, you know, my Instagram name, Lowkey Carlton. I just do my work and you know, go about my business. Yeah, not like those flashy wide receivers who always need the attention. You guys are, you know, yeah, the more chill ones, right? Such divas. <laughs> I can never, I, I can never. 
<laughs> I love that. Well, I know um, I heard that uh, it was definitely discussed at halftime of the game that uh, communication on the defensive side needed to change a little bit. Is that sort of what you attribute the difference in the first half to the second half of that game on Sunday for what you guys were able to do? Uh, yeah, communication. Our energy was just kind of low uh, in that first half. And maybe because of, the, uh, you know, everything that we were going through the day previous prior to the game. But, um, you know, once we got up and going, uh, you know, we started communicating. We started to call out plays and we started to feed off each other's energy. And um, that's when the game really started. And uh, that's when we really got our edge back. What do you think it will take to put a little bit more of a complete game together? Because it feels like there have been games where this this quarter – this happens and then you guys are able to, you know, come back and, and get to where you need to be. But what does it feel like it needs to take to get it to be from, you know, the start all the way through the game? Like games like that in this league, it doesn't happen happen often just because it's the NFL and everybody's talented, everybody's game plan, and everybody's trying to have that complete game. So there may be times where you prepare the right way and it may not come out as you planned it on Sunday because of whatever happened. Uh, maybe they had a different scheme that, you know, you were planning against or whatever. So um, to have a complete game in the NFL is it's not rare and it's definitely possible because we've shown it. But to be consistent in it is something that uh, collectively as a group we have to come together and, and, uh, and do through uh, teamwork, through communication, and uh, just through holding ourselves accountable and doing our job. We think we can do it. We did it before. Uh, and going down this stretch, we're going to really need to hit our stride. And, uh, you know, having Tom Brady come over and uh, Gronk and all these guys come over in the offseason and uh, having COVID uh, happen at the same time really kind of messed up our chemistry and didn't really allow us to, uh, you know, join and bond together as a team. And when you bond, you know, that creates chemistry. That creates more communication on the field and it allows you to know what your play, what your teammates are thinking. So um, I definitely think that we are on our way there. Uh, you know, any given, any game now, maybe, maybe next game, but um, I think we'll continue to work hard and we'll continue to, to build upon what we've been doing prior and um, it'll happen soon for sure. Yeah. And you guys only allowed 187 yards on Sunday. Um, overall, just if, how do you feel like you've evaluated the the way the whole defense played and maybe you guys as a secondary as well? Um, what have coaches said to you guys since Sunday's game about how you feel like y'all's play was? Oh, um, as a defense, uh, we bounced back for sure. Um, and we made some plays on the stretch. JVP had the clutch pick. Shout out to him, man. That was amazing to watch. Um, and as a defense, we, we got back on track. Uh, our last two games, we wasn't really happy on how we performed. So this game was really a game for us to not only, you know, get our groove back, but to, uh, you know, get back on get back on track and, uh, you know, continue to build off of what we just did. And, um, you know, going into that game, and like I said, coming out the way we did and with everything happening really showed how capable we are of just doing whatever we put our minds to. So um, if we can continue to do that, continue to, to – uh, uh, build upon what we've been doing and, and just stay focused, uh, especially around this time of year where the playoff picture is is upon us and you never know what's going to happen with the season. So we have to be ready for anything. 
All right. Well, we still have more coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Carlton Davis, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues, brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Here's Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. We are back here on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. We have cornerback Carlton Davis with us here. And right before break, uh, you brought up that interception by JPP. I think that was the most hype I have seen some of you guys in a hot minute out there. There was a party going on at midfield. Uh, take us through that play. And then I, and then just brag on JPP. What has he been able to do, and, and what does he do for you guys as a defense out there? So um, during that play, um, I kind of watched the whole thing just because of the play call we had and the coverage we were in. I was um, I was deep in, in coverage, and uh, I seen I seen a quarterback look towards uh, the receiver, and uh, JPP just kind of you know slipped into his vision uh, so suddenly. And uh, I know he wasn't expecting it because you know JPP is a, a DN; he's usually pass rushing. But this particular play, he, he dropped back in, in coverage. And I guess I caught him by surprise, and uh, he seen the ball. And when he seen the ball, I could just look at him and just can tell by his his aura that he was locked in. He didn't see anything else but the ball, and he looked at the ball for like five seconds, even after he caught it, just to make sure he did. <laughs> and uh, I was so hyped for him, man, and everybody was because we know he let one go uh, the game before. And uh, he came back and, you know, he made up for this game and made a huge play that set us up for for uh, our offensive uh, score. And, um, you know, after that play, we were, we were trying to celebrate. I actually thought he could have kept running because I didn't see them touch him down. But I guess they called him down and we were waiting on him to celebrate. And we didn't know what he was going to do. And he just started doing his dance. And it was like, okay, this is fun. Let's just all do it. We just all started doing it. Just hype, um, you you know that's why you you play football, man. For for moments like that, when you get to celebrate with the guys, man, and it's something that you always remember. You always remember the team chemistry and, and the bonds you create, and it's like that on the field. So you know that was really fun. <laughs> that is awesome, and it, it seems like you guys really do have such an incredible bond as a defense, as a secondary. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of handshakes going on, a lot of group celebrations, all that kind of thing. How um, important is that? And just explain a little bit about um, the relationships you guys have built and, and what that's meant for you as a defense. Um, we built strong relationships, man. Like we're all kind of like brothers now, you know, between all the guys. And we all come from different backgrounds. But football is a sport that allows you to um, – you know, meet brothers, you know, have a brotherhood, uh, kind of like a fraternity. And, um, you know, everybody, Every if you just, if you're in a locker room, you just see everybody communicating. There's like nobody who doesn't know somebody, you know, everybody has their own little thing, somebody, you know, like, uh, like Patrick O'Connor, you know, he's another good friend and, and, you know, guys like, like Nacho and, you know, guys who you think you wouldn't be able to talk to, you talk to them. You know, everybody has a relationship, and that's that goes harder. But nobody's like just so closely knitted together, and um, it's it's a thing of beauty. And that's when you really start to win, like the chemistry and the bond. And even regardless of this COVID stuff and not being able to meet outside of inside the facility, we're like really tight. You know, we say we got this saying that we all we got, we all we need, 
So um, as, long, as long as we stick together, as long as we um, continue to communicate with each other, whether, you know, we're wrong or right, um, we're, we're going to be good at the end of the day. Talking to cornerback Carlton Davis here, and I know you had missed a day of practice last week and we're a little bit banged up, got a little banged up on another play on Sunday. Um, how big of a factor had that been in, in your preparation and just how you felt out there on Sunday and, and what you were being asked to do? Like I said earlier, uh, we all have a job. You know, I'm a corner. And, um, you know, regardless of what goes on during the week, I'm, I, I try my best to, to do my job and perform every Sunday. Um, like earlier in the week, I had a sore knee. Um, and it's part of the game. It's part of the season. It, it was week 10. It's week 10. Um, we played 10 games straight. Uh, you know, we didn't have – we have a late bye week. So, you know, around this time, you're going to be a little banged up. Uh, everybody in the league is a little banged up. And uh, it's all about, you know, controlling what you can control. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get hurt out there. But as far as your game plan and your preparation, you got you have to continue to uh, game plan mentally, uh, take mental reps, and uh, not allow that to, you know, mess up or come in between, you know, your your, your game plan and your um, process of, 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 of game planning and your weekly your weekly um, – things that you do to get ready for the game. So, um, you know, it's tough sometimes. Sometimes you have to put in extra work. Sometimes you have to do a little bit more treatment, maybe ice a little more. Maybe you need to uh, maybe get more massages. But whatever it, whatever it takes to get the job done is is what I, you know, tend to think in order to um, play on Sunday because that's the most, most important thing. I know my brothers would do it for me. Um, if they was banged up and, you know, go out there and play play for one another. So that's really why, you know, we try our, our best to, regardless of if we're hurt or not or if we're sick, that, you know, we, we got to play for our brothers. We got to play for our teammates and, uh, you know, come together as one and, and get the dub, regardless of what we're going through personally. And going against, uh, you know, Bridgewater, I know Robbie Anderson's emerged for them, DJ Moore, they've gotten some pretty good wide receivers out there. Uh, for you guys, what was it like to uh, go against them and, and how challenging are they to, to be able to cover and, and just the, the battles you've kind of now had with, you know, two games whenever it's a division opponent, you, you get to know each other pretty well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's always fun going up against those guys because we know they have a really talented group um, among them as far as their receivers, a lot of speed on that side. And with Teddy, uh, you know, being the captain of of, of that team, um, we know that he's going to uh, throw, throw some balls. We want to get some targets. So it's always fun going up against those guys and competing, man. I've been going up against them for three years now, and uh, it's always been a pleasure, pleasure to uh, play against them. And how about uh, Rojo's 98-yard touchdown run? Where were you? Take me through the, the reaction to you guys on the sideline and, and what that play was like to be able to watch. See, I really wish I had somebody record me during that play because the way I seen it and the way I felt was as if I was on the field blocking for him. Like, I got so hyped. I'm not sure if you can see it on the sideline, but there's a, there's a clip, and you can kind of see me running down the sideline. As soon as he broke that tackle, I got up out of my seat, and I was running down the sideline with him, like, as if I was an offensive player, as if I was blocking for him. And that's how I felt because I was just so happy to see him just, just go crazy. He had a great game. Um, he's, he's looking better and better every week. He's, he's been improving since he's gotten here. Um, so happy for him and uh, all of his, uh, you know, progress and what he's been doing. And I was just so hyped, man. I went down there and I looked down there and I'm the only defensive player uh, greeting him. And I'm like, 
I don't care. I, you know, a team is a team. We're, we're all Buccaneers, so I was too hyped. I was amazed at how quickly Ryan Jensen was down there. They showed him celebrating with him, like, immediately after, and I'm like, dang, Jensen, <laughs> he was hauling for 98 yards. He was. He was. I would imagine that he was – if I was proud, he was, like, just really proud, like, just so happy, so – I can okay, I can kind of understand what he was going through and, and why he made that trip. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, and just overall, what are Rojo's talents? I mean, when you've had to go against him in training camp or in practice a little bit, uh, what can make him a good running back? What are some of his main skills and things that can make it challenging for a defense? He's just a tough runner, but uh, he has a quick, explosive step that, um, you know, just by looking at him, you wouldn't really be able to tell. But he's really explosive and fast, and um, it can it can happen so suddenly. And um, you know, he's been running really tough lately. He's been running so hard, and I think that's been the difference for him. And he's he's trusting himself more. You can tell that his confidence has been going up tremendously. And uh, you know, hopefully, he continues to to stay on his track and, and get better and better. Uh, another incredible play that I have to imagine was pretty fun for you to watch was uh, Mike Evans' incredible touchdown catch. And as someone who I'm sure has done your fair share of battles with him in, in practice and training camp, it's probably a little more fun to watch him make a catch like that on the other team. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, you would never – it's never fun to be on the receiving end of that, of that catch. You know, I'm, I just kind of felt for the DB because he was trying so hard to get the ball out. and. Um, Mike has really strong hands, and there was no way he was getting that ball out. And uh, it was just a great catch, and it happens. It happens, but, uh, you know, it just so happened to be us. It happened to be for us, so, you know, can't complain about that. And I'm really happy for Mike. Um, he's been so consistent for the Buccaneers organization for so long, and he's another guy that I look up to as far as his play and, and how he carries himself and, you know, going about his business and just being so consistent and being a leader for us. And, uh, you know, happy to have him. And I think as of the end of our game, uh, he was tied for the second most touchdowns, uh, touchdown receptions in the league. So tell us why a guy like him is so effective in the end zone, in the red zone, and um, how challenging he can be for, for DBs and defenses, especially in that part of the field. Um, his size is um, – he's, like he's like a rare receiver on um, his size puts him at an advantage automatically. And then when you account for his uh, quickness and his explosiveness and um, his dog-like mentality, it just it puts it all together. And, uh, you know, that's a tough matchup for anybody um, to have Mike. And then, you know, being in the red zone, there is no room for error because one small step, you know, it's a touchdown. So um, having Mike in the red zone is like, uh, disadvantage, and that's why he gets a lot of double teams. A, a lot of teams play uh, cover two to him, and always have safety over him. And you, you can almost every game he's played in this year, um, he's had a double team almost all game. So um, you know he does get a chance to go one on one. It's like it's like it's like winning the lottery. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking that bet. I'm taking that bet. <laughs> you know, going up against him. I've seen it firsthand, and uh, I feel I feel for those guys. Yeah, you, you know how tough it is. I love it. All right, well, we're just about at the midway point here of Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters with cornerback Carlton Davis. This is Buccaneers Radio. 
You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Here's Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. We're back here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Carlton Davis, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. Um, we were just talking about Mike Evans and just his overall incredibleness, and you also got Chris Godwin with pins in his fingers, you know, getting 92 yards and just making some incredible grabs even with that. So um, between just both of those guys, what do you feel like maybe you've even learned or gotten from going against them and, and watching them all the time? How does that help prepare you? And um, same kind of question about Mike of, of what you've seen from, from Chris Godwin and how challenging he is to be able to cover. Those guys are like my brothers for real. So like we'll have dialogue about, um, you know, going up against different receivers and, uh, you know, they'll give me insight on, on what receivers like to do and, and uh, you know, just little tips here and there. And uh, I'll do the same for them. But um, Chris Godwin has just been a, a very consistent guy, just like Mike. Um, he, he He's had a, a hand injury. He's still been really efficient in catching the ball, and it, it's absolutely crazy. He's in practice catching with one hand, and he's catching every ball, and it's just kind of like, do you even need another hand? Like, are you just going to keep catching balls? Like, are Maybe you just if he just had one, it might actually be fair for everybody if he just had one hand. Like, like exactly. Like, <laughs> it's unfair right now. Like, how do you make it look so easy? And, um, you know, that's a testament to the work he's put in. You know, he's been consistent with that as well. We've got two really great receivers that has grew within the organization. And uh, it's something that I've been seeing since I've got here. And uh, going up against those guys has really prepared me to go up against uh, the best of the best. And, um, you know, their competitiveness is, is on another level. It, it obviously makes me want to be more competitive because, you know, just the way I'm built, I want to win just as bad as the next man. So me and those guys are always competing in camp all the time. Uh, and I, I'm, not, I'm knowing every time I'm going up against them that it's going to be a dogfight. So um, that actually helped me with my career and, uh, you know, everybody I've been going against. So kudos to those guys. Appreciate y'all. I love that. And and then now, I mean, another new addition is if you guys didn't already have enough weapons, you got Antonio Brown. And I know that you were probably familiar with him just as a watching him as a fan even. But now that he's been your teammate, uh, what more have you learned about why he's been such a successful wide receiver and, and just how he's been going about his business here to get up to speed as quickly as he has? You know, he's he, he just got here, so – and I've been watching him ever since he's gotten here just to see how he carries himself, what he does on and off the field. And I've actually asked him, uh, what maintenance work do you do? And he's actually given me some great advice and um, have, have invited me um, to come and warm up with him and, and have given me great tips. And it really gave me a reference just the other day on what to do. So uh, I've been using him, using my resources, and – you know, trying to become a better athlete, uh, just about learning from him. And um, he's a guy from Miami who I'm really familiar with, went to the same high school as me. So, um, yeah, he actually, I was like 10th grade year, he came back back to the school, and I was like playing corner. And um, he did one-on-ones with us. <laughs> yeah, he did with uh, his shoes on. He had on shoes while we had on cleats, and he was still like killing us, like getting in and out of breaks and so efficient so that was really cool to have him come back out when I was that young and it really inspired me and made me a big fan when he did that so um something I'm looking forward to doing you know in the next couple years at my high school you know so I could inspire the next kid who has dreams of going to the NFL but yeah Antonio's been a great guy high energy guy man 
And, you know, he's really efficient on the field, a playmaker. He's a goal. That is incredible that he came to your school, yeah. that you guys went to the same one. Like, that is that is such an incredible moment. Like, and did, you, did you talk to him about that when he got here? No, I haven't got the chance to talk to him about that. But, you know, we just we got a lot in common. Like, you know, just because we're from the same area that – That'll be, you know, he he knows, and I know, but we just haven't had that 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 talk yet. I haven't like been able to. I remember when you came, but you know, it's just something that happened, and you know, he, he's from Miami, so it's, it's not like something that we'll just automatically bring up because I remember it so vividly. <laughs> but um, I, I'll be sure to uh, have that conversation with him, see if he remembers, and I'm pretty sure he does, and just talk about it because it's it's just crazy how how life works full circle. That is so cool. What a, what a great story. We're talking to cornerback Carlton Davis here. Um, I know that at the beginning of the season, before it started, I believe it was maybe NFL Network, um, we're ranking each of the teams of their whether or not they were locked down corners. And I believe that they ranked the Bucks last in the league in that uh, category before the season started. Yeah, which I, I wish people could all see your face right now. <laughs> the sad part about radio that they can't see the incredulous look that you have. Uh, that was for them. Why? Why do you think you weren't getting the respect? And then, how have you guys been able to turn it around so much? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, what? Who came to that decision to just rank the Bucks as the worst team? Like, who? I don't know who did it or what inspired them to do it. Um, I would say that my rookie year, we was not good. We were not good. We were like last in uh, passing defense. And then my our second year. Um, we started off a little rough, but uh, towards the end of the season, we picked up tremendously and uh, made a whole turnaround the second half of that season as far as the passing defense. And um, maybe they were going off of that, but, you know, you have to really watch. But to rank us 32nd, like, as the worst, is, like, overboard, like, maybe 25 or something, you know, and, and that's still kind of offensive. But Tarango's 32nd was just mad disrespectful. Um, it, it can't be tolerated. You know, it won't be tolerated. Um, they're going to pay for that. They're going to pay for that. Um, all you have to do is turn on the film. Like you said, the stats speak for itself. Every time you watch us, plays are being made. Guys are getting locked down. You watch You watch the trends of, of what guys do to other teams and, and, and what they do to the Bucks, and, and you'll see for yourself, all you have to do is literally tap in. That's all you got to do is tap in and look at the film and watch the football, and you'll know that we're far from 32nd. You know what I mean? Like, top 10. We're really top 10. So, you know, I'm just going to talk my, talk my stuff right now, you know. But if you want to be further educated, just, you know, watch some film, watch a game, or just look up some of the stats. Look up some of the NFL stats uh, in the categories, defensive categories, all passive defense. All that stuff, and, and, and let me know. Yes, yes, I love it. This is good. I love giving you the soapbox. Yeah. So thank. I mean, thankfully that was before the whole season started. But now, yeah, you guys have definitely uh, proven that wrong. I think at the midway point, you guys were tied for second in the league in interceptions as a defense. Five of those, I think, eleven were by corners. You guys had fourth most passes defense, the uh, sixth lowest uh, opposing QB rating. Yeah, there were just stats for days. And I know that uh, the concept of lockdown corner something that has uh, always been a, a passion of yours. So where do you think now you rank yourself individually as a lockdown corner and uh, maybe in, in comparison to the rest of the league and, and where you are and then where you still want to be? Um, so 
I got asked this question before, and um, you know, for me, like every time somebody asks me what I rank myself, the automatic answer will always be number one. That's just how I feel, regardless of if I proved it or not, regardless of if people agree or not. I'm number one. I'm the best. You know what I mean? And that's just how I feel, and, and that's the mentality I, I came into the league with. It's a mentality I'm gonna leave the league with. You know, and I'm going to continue to be this way. But if you ask me, I'm the best in the league. Um, you know, and I feel like you got to have that kind of confidence uh, because of the the work you do and, and who you're growing up against. If you don't have that mentality, then you've already half battle. So um, that's that's what that is. But, you know, I would like I'll let the people and the fans and, you know, the analysts <laughs> uh, rank me and do their jobs. So, um, you know. And my numbers speak for itself. You watch my film, it speak for itself. And it's not about an individual thing. Um, you know, my teammates, my coaches, they all hold me to a certain standard. And um, it's something that I will fulfill my, my, my duty, my roles to them, you know, and, and be continue to be a team player and continue to do whatever I need to do to help us win the Super Bowl and, and reach our goals. So um, I'm more so motivated by the, the ultimate team goal than, you know, the personal accolades. But I want to know in particular about the takeaways for you personally and the defense overall. What do you think has happened this year to give you guys so many more stats in, in that particular area? Honestly, we just we're, we're you're watching a, a defensive back room grow. That's what's happening. You're you're watching us grow. You're watching us learn from our mistakes. You're watching us grow, grow into where we want, what we want to be. We, we know that we have a lot of talent. Uh, we know what, what, uh, how good we can be. And uh, that's been motivating us to get to that level. It's been motivating us to help our team win, motivating us uh, to part of that wrong. So, um, you know, I think we've been, we've gotten comfortable in uh, coaches, Bo, Coach Bo's defense. And, uh, you know, we're learning more about it. We're learning more about the game. We're, we're uh, gaining more experience. You know, we're going up against Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin in practice, and, you know, we're learning more. We're becoming better. We're, we're, we're being battle-tested every week, and uh, we're being challenged every week, and we're accepting the challenge, and we're not backing down. And we're, we're asking for more. We're like, give us some more so we can continue to prove ourselves. So I think you're just seeing uh, a deep back room grow, and uh, it's a beautiful thing to Yep, it is definitely a beautiful thing for all of us to watch. All right, we have one more segment coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Carlton Davis, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. This is Buccaneers Radio. Now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Frontier Communications and by Hooters. Now your host, Bucs team reporter Casey Phillips. We are back here on Buccaneers Total Access with cornerback Carlton Davis, brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. It is our final segment here. And right before the break, you were talking about the ways that just overall the the defense and especially the corners have been growing. And I wanted to hear from you uh, personally, what are the biggest ways that you feel like you've grown as a rookie? And, And looking back to that time to now, whether it is on the field, off the field, mentally, physically, all that stuff, um, where you've come and how you've been able to grow to that level. I've grown in so many ways. Um, it's, it's crazy to think about. Um, and when you talk about off the field, um, it's just been it's so many different things that you that I've been doing that have been a, a difference maker uh, from my rookie year. One being sleep, you know, getting good sleep at night. 
uh, seven to eight hours at least. Um, you know, my, my uh, diet, changing my diet, eating right, um, you know, taking care of my body more, um, doing movement on my off days and uh, staying loose, you know, being stretching, massaging soft tissue work, uh, trying different techniques to, to loosen the body and release the body. Um, and just and, and on the field is just I've been, you know, understanding my opponent better, watching film, um, you know, continuing to craft, continuing to perfect my technique because there's so much more room for growth. And, um, you know, I, I feel like you can never stop growing. Uh, you can never stop learning. You can never stop, uh, you know, reaching a new high. And, um, you know, it's, it's about staying hungry. Uh, and, um, you know, taking care of your body has been one of the biggest things for me uh, for my rookie year. And um, understanding my opponent, I would say I would say that was the two areas I grew the most from my rookie year. And uh, it's been uh, it's been showing up on Sundays. Yeah, one thousand percent. And how about getting to be in Todd Bowles' system for a second year in a row? And um, how much more comfortable you feel in the system, and what you like about it overall, and and just what he has brought to this defense, and especially to a lot of the the young guys that you guys have in the secondary. Um, I love I like being in Todd Bowles' system. Uh, you know, he, being in his uh, system for a second year has really allowed us to get our feet up under us and, and play more comfortable, play more loose because we know the defense. We know his, his calling style, how he likes to call plays and what he's thinking when he's calling those plays. So um, it, allow, it allows us to um, just play more comfortable and, and it, it helps us understand what the offense are doing to us because we understand what he wants to call in certain situations. And uh, we understand uh, in that particular situation what the offense is trying to do. So you can kind of uh, eliminate certain uh, plays and certain routes just based off of those two uh, options. But, um, you know, playing for him has been good. Um, I love being a, a following corner and, uh, you know, locking up on guys and, you know, being able to show my skill set. So um, it's, been, it's been a really, really good thing for me and I uh, can't wait to keep going. Can't wait to keep going. And how about, I mean, all of the different looks, especially in the blitzes and, you know, what has it done for you guys getting to have all of those, the DB blitzes, you know, even guys like Devin Levante getting in there and, and how has that, have you seen that really impact the other team's offense and, and what it lets you guys do? Maybe even if you're not the one doing the blitzing, how much that's helped you? Yeah, we've been uh, showing so many different looks, and uh, it's, it's been really confusing offenses because everybody's coming from everywhere. Like I said earlier, uh, JPP dropped in coverage, and you know he's usually a pass rusher. So I'm pretty sure that was something that kind of caught uh, the quarterback off off guard. Uh, he does so many things with so many different people that uh, it's kind of hard to, to predict what he wants to do, and uh, that that's helped us because. It's giving us an edge on, on a, you know, not allowing the offense to get an edge on us, you know. So uh, being unpredictable is definitely a plus and uh, allows you to be a little bit more flexible uh, and, and play more comfortably because you're not being attacked directly. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been real fun. And what have you seen from Anton Winfield Jr. so far? We're talking to cornerback Carlton Davis. Um, I mean, coming in as a rookie in such a weird offseason – 
And then I think I saw that Fox did some poll about mid-season, you know, year you know, honor awards, and he was the front runner so far for defensive rookie of the year potentially. Um, explain how incredible he's been playing, what he's been asked to do, and, and just how impressed you've been by him being able to come in as, as this rookie and miss so much offseason time and still come in and contribute so fast. Yeah, I've said it plenty of times, man. He's been tremendous as a rookie, uh, making plays, doing his job, being consistent, and, um, you know, just really being uh, a solid player. A, a lot of rookies not, aren't as solid as, as, as Antoine. Um, coming in, he wasn't really phased by the competition level, wasn't phased by uh, all the responsibility going on him. You know, really came in and took it like a, like a champ. And um, like you said, he's the front runner. And a uh, special shout out to him. Make sure y'all go vote for my boy, Rick Defensive Rookie of the Year. Let's start that. Let's start that campaign right now. We need to see Anton Winfield at the ESPYs holding that, that trophy up. NFL honors holding that trophy up, you know. So, you know, make sure y'all vote for, for Antoine. He's been doing a great job for us. Uh, you know, can't wait to see how much more he progressed through this season. I love it. You're a lockdown corner and a campaign manager, killing it on all fronts. <laughs> um, going into this game against the Rams, I know that there have been some struggles so far this season in primetime games. Uh, anything that you guys are sort of um, trying to do differently or approach it differently uh, to try to break that that streak so far? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I – I'm not sure if it's just because it's a primetime game. I mean, I, I think we just show up to play whenever we're scheduled to play. And it just so happened that, you know, we don't play our best on those games. But I think this week we're going to rest a little more, get our bodies back. Uh, and um, I think we're going to come in a little bit more rested this week. Uh, you know, so I think that'll help for us. Uh, preparing for this big game allows us to, uh, you know, mentally and physically – release our bodies, loosen up, so we can come out there and play fast on uh, Monday night. And tell me what you – I know it's only Monday, so you guys haven't started doing any of the actual prep work for that game, but what you already know or remember from recent years with the Rams uh, of their offense, guys to look out for, uh, what you know about Jared Goff, you know, just kind of some of those those things that from years past before you get a chance to really dive into the film this week that you already remember. Um, they got a really good receiving core. Uh, they got a good receiving core. Um, you know, they like they a fast-paced offense. Love to get the ball down the field. Um, it's going to be, they're, they're challenging offense. They also have a good defense. Uh, their defense has been playing really well this year. And um, they've been a good team this year. And, uh, you know, they're another team that's in, our, that's in the NFC that we're going to have to face, uh, that we're fighting for a playoff spot. So uh, this is going to be a really good game, really big game. And we have to come with our A game because, you know, I, we know they will, especially on Monday night. So, um, you know, we'll get rested. We're prepared the right way. And we'll see what happens on Monday. And what do you know about uh, Jalen Ramsey when you've watched him in the past? What do you respect about his game and, and his skill set and what he brings? Um, he's a big physical athletic corner. Um, Love to talk trash. It's funny. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of the ultimate competitors in the league, um, brings it every game, watching him on film, you can see his intensity and, um, you know, just how much passion he has for the game. So it'll be fun, to, uh, dual it out with him on Monday.
Where do you rank in terms of trash talk among corners in the league, you think? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't really trash talk. Um, I'm more of a, lo- a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> um, you know, I try to encourage you guys. I, I encourage you, like, man, you, you get it next time. Or, you know. <laughs> I love that you're like, oh, but I don't trash talk. I just very passively, aggressively compliment them so that it's in trash talk. I, I'm trying to spread more love in this world. You know, it's been so much hate. It's been so much. It's been so crazy in 2020 that I don't want to contribute. So I've been trying to be a good person and, uh, you know, uplift people. I bet that's so much more annoying than traditional <laughs> trash talk even. <laughs> Man, that's, I mean, maybe it is because I don't get response. I don't get responded to too often. Um, so maybe I'm sure. I get a good conversation out of them. That's so funny. Um, how about for you, your favorite and least favorite wide receivers to go against or toughest to go against, whatever direction you want to take it, guys that you uh, look forward to going against or uh, you know it's going to be a big challenge? Rank, rank some of those guys for us. Um, I'm, honestly, I'm looking forward to going up against uh, whoever I have on the schedule. Like whoever I'm matched up with, if I'm like I have a, if I have a matchup, I'm just I'm excited to go up against them because like it's another opportunity, especially if they're getting a lot of targets, and you know it's a lot of opportunity coming my way this week. Um, but a guy who I like always look forward to, and it's just like man, I got him is is Julio Jones. Like you know, it's a guy like every time I go up against him, like man, I'm trying to prove myself to him. Like I need. I need him to know who I am. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. I had to pick somebody probably be <laughs> I like that. And and how about what are the qualities of a wide receiver um, that make them the most challenging for you? What are the things that uh, a receiver has that you know it's going to be a bit of a tougher day? Um, I'm gonna be honest. Like I don't I don't really have. <laughs> weaknesses like that like I don't have that problem I just kind of like study them once I study them see their movement see their tendencies I'm good to go um they can be fast they can be big small whatever you know it doesn't really matter look at you I just I I love the humility that comes with being a corner it's my favorite I know I like it and I know you are and I think that's amazing and that's exactly what we want in our lockdown corner (laughs) here which is phenomenal all right so uh, one thing that you feel like you guys as a secondary and then the defense overall uh that coaches are really wanting you guys to to work on the rest of the season um communication you said it on communication he knows that uh if we communicate then we can be unstoppable and uh it's about being consistent with it and, uh, you know, to build off of everything we've been doing and, and communicate. And, you know, like I said, through this stretch, and we, we're, we're coming upon a time where it's almost playoff time and, you know, it's about to get to, you know, the, the crunch, the, the, the base of everything. Why we play football is for playoffs. So uh, we're going to have to communicate even more. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. And congrats on that win against the Panthers and good luck against the Rams. Thank you, Casey. Always a pleasure.
Always a pleasure, Carlton. All right. Well, this has been Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Frontier Communications and Hooters. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access has been brought to you by Frontier Communications. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. And by Hooters. Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Tampa Bay Sports Radio. 95.3 WDAE and AM620 St. Petersburg. Home of the best Bucks coverage.